Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for joining us as we take a look at the book. The book of Revelation is probably one of the key passages of Scripture as it relates to Bible prophecy. I have a five-hour audio series on CD that is available. You can purchase yours and have your own study through the book of Revelation. It's entitled, Walk Through Revelation. That's the title of the five-hour audio series. And right now, we're going to take a moment and listen to one of the segments on this CD audio series, Program of the Tribulation, Part 3. This is the scripture that deals with what happens at the end of the seven-year tribulation period. I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of Walk Through Revelation in just a moment, but right now let's take some time for our Bible study. Now, we've studied through the sixth vial judgment. Turn back one chapter to chapter 16. And in chapter 16, we see the sixth vial judgments concluding with the kings of the east making their way across the Euphrates River, which will have dried up and they will make their way on into Jerusalem because all the armies of the world are going to gather there. Well, before everything comes to pass that is talked about in the book of Zechariah chapter 14 and Revelation chapter 19, which we're going to look at in just a moment, before this campaign of Armageddon, let me show you what happens before Antichrist, Satan, and the false prophet make their way back to Jerusalem to regroup, to re-energize, and then to re-engage against the coming Jesus Christ. If you have chapter 16 of the book of Revelation, look with me at verse 17. This is the seventh vial judgment. And the seventh angel poured out his vial upon the air, and there was a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake. Notice this earthquake such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. This will be the most powerful earthquake to ever hit the earth. It is going to destroy the city. Look at verse 19. And the great city was divided into three parts. The cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came into remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Because the Babylonians desecrated the implements used in the temple to worship him and to offer sacrifice unto him, thy judgment from God is going to fall upon them. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And then fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, and men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hell, for the plagues thereof were exceedingly great. By the way, the weight of a talent... Uh, there's a variance in opinion. Uh, some say about 50 pounds, some say about 100 pounds. Let's say 75 pounds to compromise between the two figures. Can you imagine a piece of hail weighing 75 pounds? It'll fall upon Babylon. It's going to destroy this city. The Bible tells us in chapter 18, verses 10, 17, and 19, in one hour the city is destroyed, the great city of Babylon. By the way, in chapter 18, the word great is used eight times. The word city used seven times. And, of course, referring to the great city of Babylon that will be destroyed. It is the very last judgment of the 21 judgments that get progressively worse in the seven-year tribulation period. In fact, it is that judgment before Jesus Christ will come back. Now, are we in a position to see this all come to pass? 
Well, indeed, I do believe that what has happened in Iraq over these last several years has been stage-setting for this event to unfold. Uh, Some said, well, why in the world would the United States enter Babylon for the only purpose of taking out Saddam Hussein? Well, of course, everybody has been talking about the weapons of mass destruction. I get rather tired of hearing about that phrase. Let me tell you, they did get the weapon of mass destruction. Saddam Hussein was responsible for killing 350,000 people. How many people do you have to kill before you're a weapon of mass destruction? Remember chapter 17, verse 17? It says that God will put in the hearts of political leaders to accomplish his will. Let me tell you what was going on before the United States entered Iraq. Saddam Hussein had put together a 7 million man army called the Jerusalem Army. All of them had weapons training. 2,000 had volunteered to be suicide bombers. And Saddam's stated purpose for this army was to go into Jerusalem, liberate it, and give it to the Palestinian people. Well, the Israeli Defense Force thought it was real. I can tell you I was there during those 39 Scud attacks in 1991 when Saddam gave the order to fire at Jerusalem, to fire at all of Israel with those Scuds, and 39 attacks took place. I was there for all of them. And so the Israeli government, the Israeli people, believed Saddam when he says he's going to do something. Now, he said he was going to bring this 7 million man army, come into Jerusalem and liberate Jerusalem and give it to the Palestinian people. I believe, uh, please don't think I'm being sacrilegious, but I believe that in heaven, God looked down and he realized he was going to have to do something about Saddam Hussein. You see, the truth is there's nothing in the Bible that says Iraq in the last days would attack Israel and especially go into Jerusalem. And so God had to do something. Someone, uh, I said the other day to someone what I think God did, he looked down and he said, huh, I got an idea. I'll get me a cowboy, and I'll send him in to Iraq, and he'll take care of old Saddam Hussein. Now, I don't mean to be frivolous, but indeed, God does put in the heart of political leaders those things that will cause his will to be worked out in the world. I believe with all of my heart, God led George W. Bush to allow the armies to go in to take out Saddam Hussein. Whether you agree with the war or disagree with it, I'm not talking about that. I don't care if you like George W. Bush or dislike George W. Bush. That is not my concern at all. What I'm looking at is the prophetic scenario laid out in God's word, and Babylon has to come to power for the Antichrist in the last three and a half years of the tribulation period to operate out of that city with a one-world economic, political, governmental system. Benjamin Netanyahu said that the Iraqis are installing the latest cutting-edge state-of-the-art telecommunications system that will give them a capability of communicating across the world. In fact, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu said it could well be the Silicon Valley of not only the Middle East, but the entire world. Got to remind you that this is a oil-rich country. It's the second largest source of oil in the entire world, second only to Saudi Arabia. And Financial Times says that, according to some petroleum engineers, that uh, Saudi Arabia is going to run out of oil in about 10 years, which would make then the Iraqi oil supply 
which they've only used up 2% of it, it could make it the greatest source for oil in the world and make Iraq one of the richest nations, if not the richest nation of the world. We can see that the stage is being set for Bible prophecy to play out just like it is called for by the ancient Jewish prophets. Well, indeed, Babylon will be the headquarters for the Antichrist. It will be destroyed by Jesus Christ himself, and Satan, Antichrist, and false prophet will flee for Jerusalem for the purpose of gathering the armies of the world to take on the return of Jesus Christ. Thank you so very much for joining us as we've taken a look at the book, in particular the book of Revelation, and part three of the tribulation, what's going to happen at the end of the seven-year tribulation period. This is all part of a five-hour audio series on CD entitled Walk Through Revelation. You need to have your own copy. I do not go numerically through the book of Revelation. I teach it chronologically, which is the only way you'll really understand this prophetic passage of Scripture. The book of Revelation, it's a must-study if you're a student of prophecy. You can call our toll-free number and get your copy of Walk Through Revelation, the audio series, by calling 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America. That's 877-674-3298. By the way, you can go to our website and get a copy of this series as well. Prophecytoday.com is our address on the website. Go to our shopping mall and order your copy of Walkthrough Revelation a five-hour audio series on CD on the book of Revelation. I'm so glad that you could join us. And I guess, you know, as we study Revelation, we become more and more aware of the fact that Jesus Christ could come for the rapture of the church at any moment. Before all of the tribulation begins, he shouts, the archangel shouts, the trumpet God sounds, and we're caught up to be with him. By the way, that rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until.